0: to get even more fired up about really shining that light on that frustration and the ways that it shows up in our business. But friend, I am back from Cabo and I am even more fired up. So today we're going to talk even more about this. What does it, how does that show up? How does our frustration really affect our business? Let's hop in and get started. Hey there, friend. Are you a sassy, audacious unicorn mama who's on a mission to grow your network marketing business? Are you tired of the copy-paste culture, ready to set those goals and map out a strategic plan to get there? Hey, I'm Michelle. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. I've been in the network marketing space for over a decade. I've leveled up, earned the goodies, sat at the top 2%, and know what it takes to get you there. More importantly, I know what it takes to do it being you. I'm here to help you achieve your business goals through strategy, mindset, healthy living, and a whole lot of fun. This podcast is all about equipping you with strategies to be that unicorn mama and grow your business while still showing up for your family and all the things that make you, you. Okay. Go warm up that cup of coffee for the second, or let's be honest, eighth time. I know how it goes, and let's get started. So last week I was in Mexico for five days. I earned a trip, got to bring my husband um, along. It was a trip with my company, and. I mean, those are awesome. If you have ever earned a trip with your company where you didn't have to like lift a finger or pay for anything, <laughs> those are awesome trips, right? I This was the very first trip that I earned to this degree like that. And it was amazing. Like I, I can't even express how much I want to be back on the beach in Cabo but what was even more amazing and if you've been in this industry for any length of time I think that you'll understand this part of it the conventions the trips the whole thing those are awesome but but it's the relationships and the conversations that are really like those are life-giving to me and to my business. So this particular trip is the first time that I was able to meet many of the girls on my team. And because we got to bring an extra person, many of their spouses as well. And one of my deepest prayers was just that my husband would be able to meet other husbands and he's super supportive of everything, but he doesn't know like all the details of it. I don't need him running reports for me and stuff like that, but I just wanted him to get a a greater vision, which I would imagine you, you want the same thing. If you have a spouse, you, they're supportive hopefully, but it's just the more that they can unlock, the better it is for both of you and your potential and all that kind of stuff. Right. So, um, it's so funny how the Lord works, isn't it? He, um, I, I had started reading the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership by John Maxwell. If you don't have it, go get it. I will try to remember to put it in the show notes so you can just like click away and grab it. Um, it's amazing. John Maxwell is a phenomenal leader and the It starts off with the law of the lid, so on the plane over, I read this law, the law of the Lid, which is something that I've heard about a few different times just within our team and and I love it, I love this this um law and It's one of those things, you know how you have to hear the same thing multiple times before it finally implants? I'm a slow learner, and so sometimes the Lord needs to, you know, have me hear this like 20 times before I'm like, oh, I got it. So I've heard the Law of the Lid several different times. Let me just explain what that is. And this is just straight out of John Maxwell's book, page one. You can go and read this. Um, So the law of the lid is leadership ability is the lid that determines a person's level of effectiveness. The lower an individual's ability to lead, the lower the lid on his potential. The higher the individual's ability to lead, the higher the lid on his potential. So for example, um, let's say if your leadership ranks at an eight, then your effectiveness cannot be any greater than a seven. Likewise, if your leadership ranks at like a 4 then your effectiveness can never be greater than a 3. He goes on to talk about the story of the McDonald brothers and how they had started one business it didn't really take off and then they they kind of stumbled upon this idea of hamburgers and and just really simplified that more. And they had some great leadership ideas. They they even tried to Franchise their their business, and they had a few franchisees who bought in, but it wasn't until his name Ray or Roy Roy Croc came in and really blew the lid off of that because his leadership potential was at like a ten plus, and he was really playing into that. So then that business could explode to the level that. I mean, we know it at today, right? So, your leadership ability, for better or worse, will always determine your effectiveness and the potential impact of your organization. So, think about that for just a second. And before you start going, oh gosh, well, I'm at a four, I'm at a five, I'm at a seven, I'm at an eight, whatever, and getting frustrated that I can't ever go more. No, there's always hope, you can always improve, but I want you to think back to this. Your leadership ability, for better or worse, always determines your effectiveness and the potential impact of your organization. So if you want to grow a large, successful, profitable organization, you need to be able to lead your team. The higher you want to climb, the more you need leadership. The greater the impact you want to make, the greater your influence needs to be. Whatever you will accomplish is restricted by your ability to lead others. That's straight from John Maxwell. These are not my words. Those are his words, and I happen to agree with him a thousand percent. But let's be clear here. The wording concept of influence. So how many times have you heard like the influencer? You know, we talk about influencers through Instagram, and and I have someone that I've worked with for several years who gets caught up by that whole word of influencer. In fact, I have a a bunch of people that I've been able to work with and it hit me a few years ago that basically if you're breathing on this earth, you have influence. Now the question is to what degree? So if you're building a business, obviously you want to have a greater sphere of influence. You want to have a greater ability to influence, which is his second law. It's, um, leaders have influence and it's, it's phenomenal. But you don't need to have a thousand followers or five thousand or ten thousand or even a hundred thousand followers on Instagram or Facebook or whatever to be considered an influencer. Really, you're influencing people all day. Every day, right? Think of your kids. You're influencing them to brush their teeth. You're influencing them to pick up their socks, maybe effectively and maybe ineffectively. So I want to kind of demystify this word influencer because. I know for myself and I know for so many people that I have talked to and coached with, we allow that to become something bigger than it is. Yeah, if you have a 100,000 followers, you should be influencing people to some degree, right? But what if you're in a room of 30 people? Have you seen that real um sound and it's something like it, about 30 people. Like if, if you had 30 followers on Instagram, you'd be like, oh gosh, you know what? That doesn't seem like very many, but what if you walked into a store and, or you walked into a coffee shop or you want, walked into an event and you have the stage with 30 people? Like that puts a whole different perspective on it, right? So you have influence. So, okay. Kind of all over the place because I'm just like so, so passionate about this. So if you've been listening, um, for any length of time, then you know that we've been shining this massive spotlight on those unspoken frustrations, mainly because I, I know for myself, I didn't feel like I could really talk to anybody about this. Well, there's frustration that goes on in the life of an entrepreneur I mean, we're always going to be focusing on those that are in the network marketing, social selling space. And so I have a question for you. And before that, um, there are so many reasons that we as business owners, and you are a business owner, we as business owners find ourselves frustrated. But in my experience, this is my experience, many of those frustrations can be corrected by we ourselves. By us, right? So here's a question for you. What if we ask that question a lot, right? In this business, what if, what if, what if, what if? Well, let's point this finger at us for a second. What if you're the lid? What if you're allowing, and follow me with this for a second, what if you're the one that's allowing your frustrations and your insecurities and your limiting beliefs? To be the lid that's keeping your potential and opportunity from growing your business and hitting the goals that you have set, oh ouchy right? Let me ask that again. What if you're the lid i I know so badly <laughs> how much we want to point? the finger at something else. We want to point it at a program. We want to point it at an upline. We want to point it at our downline. We want to point it at um, the company, the corporate, the products, the whole thing. And, And those may play a part in it, of course, but let's start internal first. So what if you're allowing your frustrations, your insecurities, your limiting beliefs to be that lid keeping your potential and opportunity to grow your business and hit the goals you have set. I know this full well. I have allowed myself to be limited by a lid that I set with, without really even realizing it. So I told you before I got to Cabo, I was reading this book. I was reading chapter one, the um, The Law of the Lid. So we're sitting down at breakfast the first day and, um, talking with my, my upline, who I, who I enrolled with and just always, Hey, if there's an opportunity to, to talk one-on-one with a leader and somebody I respect and admire, you better believe I'm going to be like EF Hutton. I know this totally just aged myself It's a, it was a commercial in the eighties. It's like when EF Hutton speaks, everyone listens. Well, that's how I felt when she's listening or when she's talking, I am like ears perked, Like I'm in, I want to hear everything that she said. And she was recounting a situation that happened to her and where someone really just kind of called her out on playing small. And it really kind of took her by surprise because she's like, I'm not lacking confidence. I'm not playing small until somebody pointed out in her what, what they saw, like some ways that she was, she was playing small. And as she was sharing this, I was like, oh my goodness gracious, that's me. That's me. That's a thousand percent me. I have allowed my frustrations in whatever way. I've allowed some of my insecurities. I've allowed, let me ask you this, who is the voice in your head that stops you from posting? I have that little voice. Sometimes it's an actual person. Sometimes it's an actual person that you have. Have you ever had a, an argument with yourself <laughs> and this this person? Only they're not in front of you. And so it's an imaginary um, argument. Um, so, yeah. Have you allowed those things, those people, those voices in your head to limit you? And, and that made me stop. And if you follow me on social... I was talking about this last week, where are you playing small. Now, playing small I think is a I I firmly believe is a defense mechanism. Maybe you came from a company you had success, you had no success. You um whatever. It is a defense mechanism. I I was speaking to somebody who's in real estate, not even in network marketing. And she was like, yeah, I'm playing small. I said, okay, so how, like what, what do you say is playing small and why do you think that is? And she says, well, I just like, I'm afraid of failing basically is what it came down to. And my stance is, If you're not failing, you're not going to succeed because failure is the stepping stone to success. But so once you see that lid, once you call it out, once you realize what this is, first, you cannot unsee it. Once you recognize how you're holding back. So maybe it's you say, I don't want to do reels. Okay, fine. Don't do reels. You don't need to do reels, but you need to show up in some way. Are you showing up? Are you saying, I don't want to do reels and then using that as your excuse for not showing up on social? Friend, there's like a million other ways you can show up, show up on social. Get in your stories, do a post. You don't have to be recording. You don't have to go live. You don't have to do videos. You don't have to do all of those things are there benefits to your business for doing them absolutely but start small like if you can't be consistent with a post on a regular basis then doing a live today isn't going to change your business at all like let's just be honest about that um so point out the ways figure out the ways that you are playing small and in your playing small that you are the lid on your potential. I every time I see the law of the lid, I think of a candle. And what happens when we put that lid on it? Well, it extinguishes the flame. So we don't want to do that. We don't want to be the lid that's extinguishing everything. Okay, so once you realize that you have control over the lid, well, now the ball is in your court. And the real question is What are you going to do about it? So here's three ways I want to show you that playing small is affecting your business. Because I don't want to just give you all of this and we can acknowledge, yeah, I'm playing small, but I want you to understand how it's affecting your business because that's why you're here. You want to grow your business. You want to grow an audacious business, and honestly, I have. I want you to grow an amazing business. I want you to go from frustrated to flourishing. And the way that you do that is identifying the things that you need to stop doing. It's not just enough to stop. You have to now put on. You know the the Bible tells us to to put on certain things, right? Well, we need to put on certain things to to um, grow our business. Okay. So, here's three ways that playing small is affecting your business. Like this is how it's showing up. One, you're not showing up 100%. You're making excuses why you're not doing the reels, why you're not posting, why you're not, you know, um in stories, why you're not all those. You're making excuses. Cut the excuses and start showing up. Find one way that you can show up this week consistently you need to define that word consistently for yourself. For me, I show up every day with the exception of Sundays. I really try to, to not, but it's usually, you know, if I do, it's, it's some sort of, you know, something simple. Um, so I try to, to, you know, reserve that time. Um, but the rest of the week I'm there. Could I show up more? Absolutely, I could be more present in stories. I could be more present in a million different ways. So I want to encourage you to show up at a hundred percent in what you're doing. Do not leave anything on the table. Show up. Number two, if you're holding back and if you're um, playing small, I guarantee you, so is your team, because leadership is defined in so many different ways. And one of those is the position that you're in. So if you have people on your team, you are to some degree a leader and people are following you. So if you're playing small, I guarantee you, your team is playing small. And number three, you are limiting your potential. And dare I say, if you are playing small and limiting your potential, then friend you're limiting what the Lord wants to do for you. Right? We don't want to do that. Absolutely not. No. So that's not where you want to be. I want you to sit down, identify the ways in which you are playing small, and maybe you have a laundry list. Okay. Choose one. Start with one. You're you're never going to hear me say, okay, you got to improve them all right now, today, immediately that's not practical. In fact, it would be defeating. It would be overwhelming. I want you to brainstorm the ways in which you're playing small. Choose one of them and start showing up. I I, I go to, you know, posting on social media because I think that's a way that you can start seeing Um, somewhat immediate results. So maybe you're posting, maybe you're posting consistently, but are you doing the front end work? Are you engaging in conversation with other people? And I don't just mean like your mom. I mean, you're using social media to grow a business. Have you identified the people that you would love to do business with? Are you engaging with them? That's one way that hit me really hard. Like, oh, wait, I'm posting and I'm wondering, gosh, why is my engagement down? Oh, because I'm not engaging. So years ago when I was a photographer, um, my mentor, she so social media was just really getting started. Gosh, that makes me feel very old to say it like that. But social media was just getting started. And she said, you know, first and foremost, social media is social. You need to be social. Figure out who it is that you want to interact with, if you, even if it's five people a day. Heck, if it's one person a day, interact with one person a day, add another person the next day, add another person the next day. Just do it little by little, but you're playing small if you are not fully utilizing the resources that you have in front of you. Okay. Again, we, we have the ability to be that lid on our business and we don't want to be that. We don't want to be the one that's holding everyone back, right? Right. So I want you to be functioning at a 10, 12, 15, 20, whatever. I want you to be functioning at your full capacity. And I want you to first and foremost, identify those areas that you are playing small, that you're holding back. And that's manifesting itself way in, in the way of you're not showing up at a hundred percent because you're not showing up. Therefore your team is most likely holding back. More than likely. And number three, if you're limiting your potential, then friend, you are limiting what the Lord wants to do for you. So, I hope that you are fired up from this as I am and, and ready to tackle this week and be like, no, 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 no more of this. I am not showing up small. I am not doing this anymore because I need this business. Like we talked about last week with Michelle, like honestly being realistic and and being super um, honest about what your why is. I need this business to... Uh, you know, contribute financially to our family, be honest about that and show up at a hundred percent. I love you so much. And if this resonated with you, please take a screenshot, share it with your team, share it in stories, tag me so that I can thank you for passing this along because friend, we are nearly at 17 thousand downloads. And that is because of you. And it's been going, growing so fast that I haven't even had a chance (laughs) to acknowledge that and shout it all out on on social. So that's one thing I got to do this week. I love you. And we'll talk soon. Hey there, friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and learned something new or helpful, it would mean so much to me if you hit subscribe, Or snap a pic, share it in your social, and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping our unicorn tribe grow. Until next time, keep being you.